Want a taste of this week's episode? Aang starts training with Toph, but she's not the sweetest teacher around. I hope this experience doesn't sour him on earthbending in general. Zuko gets in some training as well. He's still pretty salty over his last encounter with Azula. This episode's so good, you'll be saying, Ooh, Mommy, I can't wait to watch some more. everybody at last it is time to discuss episode 29 of avatar the last airbender nick montagani here with brendan riley brendan what's going on not much i'm ready to record episode 29 i just said it i just said it yep i was gonna flip through papers but i didn't have any on hand i was gonna do a bit you you make the sound with your mouth that's oof, those papers. Something's wrong with those papers. Oh, here it is. Just edit this in. Seamless. Wow. The Foley work. 29. Incredible. Ha ha. Oh, yes. That's the number. <laughs> very, very well done. A flawless bit, mm-hmm. if I've ever mm-hmm. seen one. Well executed. One. Well planned. Uh, I'm proud of you, is all I'm trying to say. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Brendan, uh, I don't know. We've talked a little bit about like what we've been playing lately, video game wise. Mm-hmm. You've been watching anything lately? I feel like we only watch the show and then never talk about like anything else we might be watching. Are you watching? No. <laughs> Just like, okay, maybe that's why we don't have these conversations. <laughs> YouTube videos about games that I would play if I wasn't mm-hmm. busy playing other games. You got any uh, shout outs for YouTube channels that are really doing it for you these days? Uh, there's one that I like. Alexa is his name. He does a bunch of like roguelike games. I watched him play a game called Void Reigns Upon Her Heart, uh, which I really enjoyed. I actually ended up picking that one up. It was kind of fun. It's a lot of words for one title. <laughs> sure is. Uh, it's a shoot 'em up, like a classic kind of you got a little plane you're flying around shooting at stuff, but it's a uh, roguelike all bosses. Mm-hmm. Like, so you're just, you choose a boss and it has modifiers and you fight it. And if you complete certain challenges fighting it, you like get unlocks for the next boss. Hmm. It's really fun. I like that. I like the sound of that. Yeah. And they get like harder and harder and you can fight the same boss like early on and then later. Uh, and it'll have like a much more difficult bullet pattern. Sure. Yeah. It's a good time. The YouTube videos are doing it for you. Yeah. I'm watching a lot of this. Um, Bolataro? Bolatro? I'm not sure. Hamtaro. Yeah, that's the one. Sure. It's a, it's a, a poker roguelike, which is really fun. I'm already on board. Yeah, you're you're trying to make poker hands. You get like Joker cards that add modifiers to the hands, and you can like 
change cards like you can change the suits of cards in your deck so you can get like impossible poker hands wow that's really good you can get like a a flush full house sure uh which is very good it's a lot of fun that sounds great yeah i liked it a lot there's also a there's a blackjack roguelike as well but i don't like that as much but still fun wow uh incredible i love any game that kind of like mixes up yeah like card card games or like table games and stuff like that and turns them into something else like of course you know my deep love for pocket card jockey yes yep and then you really liked there was a golf card one as well right it was like a puzzle game on uh, the phone and you had like cards that would shoot the ball like so many squares forward was that not you? That might not have been you. I might be attributing someone else's love of that game to you. I love golf games, though. So if you find out exactly what that was, I will find please out for tell you. me. Yeah. Thank you. I'd appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been watching something lately. Yeah. Gotten really deep into, and this is way out of character for me, so I already apologize for like going on a weird tangent in my life. Mm-hmm. Is it? Does it have anything to do with boats? There have been boats in it. Okay, that's not. Then it's not the one I was going to guess. Carry on. <laughs> we'll touch on that maybe after the pod. <laughs> uh, no, I've been watching about like five or six years ago, maybe. Maybe more, maybe less. I'd, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, Disney found it in their hearts to produce a vast amount of modern Mickey Mouse shorts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have you seen any of these? Um, are they the ones that look like they're trying to be the classic look? Like he's got the solid black eyes with like the little cutouts? Kind of. It is a unique style for Mickey that they're going with these days and the rest of the characters. Mm-hmm. Like, they've never exactly looked like this before, but I I think you're probably thinking of the right one. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen any like full episodes, but I've seen clips here and there, and I always liked the look of it. They're only like five or six minutes each, which is why they're so good. They're bite-sized. You can run through a bunch of them in one night, watch like a handful and be like, all right, I'm setting this down. I'm coming back to it to the, the next night. And they've made a ton of them. Ooh. They've made like hundreds of these shorts. It's incredible. <laughs> oh man. Um I know. It's 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 a lot. Um but they're actually really really good, which I wouldn't expect Disney to like put a lot of love and attention to put any into, effort into anything into anything <laughs> they ever do and I mean this is me talking right now, so mm-hmm. I know something about this. Um but no, these shorts they're really good. They make Mickey because it's it's I'm not the first person to like have this observation, but Mickey went from being kind of like a little stinker when he was like originally introduced into being tamed like way, 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 way down. Yeah. In like the 70s, 80s, almost 90s. to the point where he has no character. He's just he's not a smiling face. Right. He's there to facilitate the other characters who have these crazy outbursts and emotions. Mm-hmm. And those characters still exist and have those emotions. But in this modern version, they've made Mickey like this neurotic freak <laughs> who is panicked about like every single aspect of his life. Um, and 
it's really it's actually it's it's really good. I would I would highly recommend watching these shorts. Um, an interesting thing they do with them is that a lot of them are based on like different international cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, like they'll take Mickey and Minnie and whoever else and stick them into like all these different countries around the world and have them speak like the native languages of these countries and kind of put them in scenarios that would be something they would do if they lived in those countries. Huh. Maybe that's why there's um, so many of them because they're releasing them all over the mm-hmm. world. Well, that's got to be it. They're like making a little bit of something for everybody everywhere. Mm-hmm. But even watching them as an American, they're like a fun way to like be like, oh, like that's a fun nod to that culture while also getting to see like my pal Mickey Mouse do something crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're great. Like, I love them. I And like I said, I can just throw them on any night and watch them for like a couple hours a night and know that I still have so many more to get to <laughs> like. After that night. Yeah, watching a couple hours worth of five-minute shorts. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're watching, like, 15 to 20. Oh, my God. It's great. It's a fantastic experience. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm trying to say, Brendan. You know, I actually, I would honestly say, I do think it might be a fun thing to cover on this show is, like, some of these Mickey Mouse shorts. Hmm. I'll have to check them out and get back to you on that. They're better than I think I'm even describing them i think i think i've seen bits and i I like the way they look enough to give it a shot at least i mean not a full episode you know a little a little bonusy side i know what you're saying i know what you're saying (laughs) you're feeling you're picking up what i'm putting down (laughs) you want to do a weekly episode where we cover a five minute short every every week and it takes us two hours to talk about it yeah we have to stay consistent with talking <laughs> like five to six times the length of the episode itself. Mm-hmm. So I think we can probably manage that. Hey, let's see how many times worth of episode 29 we discuss in our recap right now. Oh boy. Yep, 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 yep. Episode 29 of Avatar The Last Airbender titled Bitter Work. It's Tough stuff out there, Brendan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're working hard this week. We're hardly working. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey. That's the theme of this podcast. Podcasting is bitter work, I would say. Mm-hmm. I, it pisses me off. The fuck are we doing this for? <laughs> Just something to do. <laughs> <laughs> Just anything. Anything to keep me going at this point. <laughs> If I don't have this, I have nothing. (laughs) So thank you all for your downloads. Yeah. And know what happens if you stop. (laughs) (laughs) We shouldn't leave that in. (laughs) We don't have to talk about that just yet. Uh, It's fine. Hey, bitter work Mm -hmm. is what we call this one. June 2nd, 2006. Previously... On Avatar. Uh, Brendan, I forgot to write my previously on Avatar before this recording. Oh, what even happened? Who could say? This might be the first. So maybe this is the first episode of Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. I don't know. Here's what here's what you do instead of us doing it. And this by, by you, I mean you, the listener, not you, Nick. Yep. You, the listener, pause this episode and go listen to the last one again and mm. then come back and then you'll be all caught up. 
You can pretend that we did that, but a lot shorter. Sure. Yeah. We'll give you the space to do that right now. Uh, go yeah. go ahead. Do you ever get the feeling that you could watch the entire series of Game of Thrones by just watching the previous Leons? That's an interesting point. Well, you couldn't you couldn't watch the entire series because you couldn't, you couldn't watch, watch the last the, episode. You couldn't watch the first episode and the first episode. or the last one. Yeah. So you'd get most of the way there. Yeah. You'd have to watch those episodes in full. And then from that point, you you just watch the previously on. Well, you wouldn't need to watch the first episode because episode two oh, true. would recap what happened in episode one. Good point. Yep. So the only episode you couldn't watch would be the last episode. You wouldn't know how the show ends. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you'd be better off. For you'd not be better off. Yeah. The show ends. <laughs> you'd walk away happier. You'd be a stronger human being than the rest of us who had to live through that. <laughs> yeah, every time I watched that previously on, I was like, I think I could probably get most of what I need by just watching those. It's all in there, baby. Yeah. Well, let's speak no more of the Game of Thrones, <laughs> please, for the love of God. Uh, okay, so let's try to do this. Previously on Avatar, uh, last week's episode was The Chase, was it not? It was. It sure was. Uh, Aang uh, and the gang had some growing pains with Toph, but ultimately they set aside their differences, and it seems like they're going to come out a stronger unit on the other side. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, not such a strong unit on the other side is Zuko and Iroh. Yes, great that they were reunited after spending an undetermined amount of time apart from each other on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now they are together. But unfortunately, uh, everybody pinned down Azula and she used her dastardly tricks to blast Iroh with a big old fireball and escape. Mm hmm. She killed him. Last week, Azula killed Iroh. He's no longer a member of this show, and uh, we're going to have to just try to live in a post-Iroh world. Yeah, which I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be worth it. I don't, you know, he's the heart and soul of this entire show. Mm -hmm. So without him, who are we? Nobody. (laughs) Ghosts. Shells (laughs) Shells <laughs> of former humans. Uh, we'll try to find a way to get to uh, get by without Iroh. Hey, not bad for not actually having written that down. Yeah, pretty good. Thank you. Let's talk about this episode. Yeah. Aang is all fired up to finally start his earthbending training. Mm-hmm. The team is hanging out in some rocky canyon somewhere. Uh, Aang is gushing to Sokka, who is just trying to get some sleep. Yeah, he's still very sleepy from the last episode. Probably been sleeping since the last episode, and this could be weeks in the future. Yeah, they've just been carrying him around like that character in uh, The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. You all know the one. Mm-hmm. Sleepy boy. Bomber? Bilbo? No. I'm pretty sure it's Bilbo. (laughs) Either way. It doesn't matter. (laughs) You know what? It does matter. And we should figure this out. Uh, Sokka starts getting frustrated with Aang. 
Toph bursts out of another one of her famous stone tents that she's made for herself. She's just making these every night. Yeah, and she does a fucking Robin Williams impression. She does do a good morning Vietnam reference, which I think is very, very interesting for Avatar The Last Airbender in the year 2006. I was into it. I was actually pretty excited about it. I would love for there to be more Robin Williams references on every animated show from 2006. Yeah. It's a very specific request. Um, If it's not, if it didn't come out in that year, I don't want to hear it. Don't fucking do it. Unless we're talking about, I think there was an Aladdin TV show. and There was. Dan Castellaneta was the genie? Yes. Does that sound right? Yep. Because um, I'm pretty sure he's also the genie in Kingdom Hearts. Okay, well, I shouldn't have even brought you it up. You did it. You did the thing. There's no time for this, Brendan. <laughs> you were just trying to tell me about Mickey's dark cloak. Yeah, that protects him from the darkness. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> this whole conversation is a dark cloak for me. <laughs> so you are feeling well protected then. Absolutely not. (laughs) I've never felt more vulnerable in my life. I think you need to do up more of the zippers. That would probably help. Yeah. Mm -hmm. X, Y, Z all over your body. (laughs) Um, Aang calls Toph Sifu Toph. Mm -hmm. Katara's like, hey, you never called me Sifu Katara. What the heck? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of (laughs) rude. That's a rad title. Mm-hmm. You should. I should have had that in, the entire time. Yeah, what the shit, man? F- fucking for real? You just called me, hey, you. I've been dragging your ass all over this planet. <laughs> she shows up on day one, doesn't even help with the camp. <laughs> Show some fucking respect. <laughs> uh, no, he's he's got no respect. No respect at all. No. Uh, <laughs> bringing it back. <laughs> yep. Sokka continues grumbling and Toph kicks him like a mile in the air. Mm -hmm. Breaks his neck. Snaps his entire body in half. He lands with a big thud and then he just starts going like. Yeah, he starts doing the rabble rabble. (laughs) Rabble rabble, I'm sleepy rabble rabble. I was kind of hoping he would keep it up the entire episode. That was just his character for this episode. Yeah, they just they couldn't get him on set for that day so they just had him record one rabble rabble and then just (laughs) played it over and over who would notice nobody i mean we would but that's our job we are the eagle-eyed watchers of the show Mm -hmm. so no sokka's got big things to do in this episode (laughs) yep or at least things to do or even not even really that he's got thing to do he's got uh, something we'll talk about it (laughs) Uh, Aang's ready to get going with the training, and he wants to do some advanced moves, but Toph's like, maybe let's just start with moving one rock. Mm -hmm. The basics. Yeah, maybe slow the fuck down, kid. We're not quite there. I know we had a really great time at (laughs) Earth Rumble 6, but you are not on the level of those crazy men. Mm -hmm. She demonstrates... By getting into a big, wide, solid stance and pushing a boulder away. And Aang's like, great, I'll give it a shot. And he actually pushes himself away from the boulder. Mm-hmm. 
which I think is funny. There's some kind of reaction in there, but uh, not the one he was looking for. I mean, for. he should figure that out because that could be useful. There is an application, mm-hmm. I think. I can't, I can't bend the earth around me, but I can bend me around the earth. The earth bends me. Yeah. <laughs> As we bend the earth, so too does the earth bend us. <laughs> Ohm. <laughs> but no, he could do it like the like the Planet Express ship in Futurama. Mm. It is explained that the ship does not move, it moves the universe around it. I'm not familiar with this concept from Futurama, but my eyes have been opened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's an animation joke, but I'm not entirely sure. Okay, I mean, that's probably exactly what that is, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, Aang... Pushes away from that boulder. Sokka laughs at him and he says, ha, rock beats airbender. <laughs> like a rock, paper, scissors joke, I guess. So they have rock, paper, scissors in the world of Avatar The Last Airbender? I guess so. I mean, it does come up again later <laughs> in like a in a fire emblem style. <laughs> uh, oh, sure. Uh, weakness chart. That's true. Yeah. A, a SWAT analysis of the different elements. <laughs> yeah. It cuts hard to a entirely different scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are looking at this grassy hill that is bathed in Brendan's favorite tone, sepia tone. Mm-hmm. He's crazy for the stuff. Yeah. It's sepias into my brain. <laughs> That's, and makes it impossible for me to make good puns. <laughs> no, 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 that was pretty good. No, no, it makes them better. <laughs> That's as good as you're going to do with that word. Uh, we've seen a similar scene like this before in some of like Zuko's childhood flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this time we are actually looking at a different young boy who is chasing a man who is clearly a much younger Iroh. Mm-hmm. And this time Iroh does look much yes, younger. I caught it this time. <laughs> This makes sense. You go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is <laughs> this is this previous dashing young man. He, yeah, he's just a little guy. He's just a little guy. Mm-hmm. We got big love for this little guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're watching Iroh playing with his son, Blue <gasps> Ten. Oh, my God. Who we know a little bit about. <laughs> Not Nothing much. good. No. <laughs> no good stuff. <laughs> Uh, They collapse on each other and they share a big laugh, uh, but then it fades to a rainier day sometime in the future. Mm -hmm. And the older Iroh that we know now is kneeling under the same tree on the same hill. But now there's a grave here. Oh, no. Whose could it be, I wonder? It's impossible to know. It's impossible to know unless Iroh tells us right now. Uh, he chokes out, my beloved Lu Ten, I will see you again. Mm-hmm. Not meaning to rhyme. I hope it makes it a little bit easier on everybody at home. <laughs> Takes you, the edge off a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we're feeling pretty good about what we're looking at here. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, I'm a poet, and I didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny, my son? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I made myself sad. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, and Iroh is roused from this fever dream by his nephew, Zuko. 
uh, cool, fun, cool and fun. Yeah, fun cool. and cool. Love it. Love, love what we just saw. <laughs> Hope that that's not what Iroh sees literally every time he goes to sleep. Every but time he closes his eyes. <laughs> probably is. That fucking sucks. <laughs> yep. Yikes. Uh, Zuko has hidden Iroh away in some abandoned, abandoned building somewhere. Mm-hmm. And he describes... What happened? He says Azula surprise attacked them. Iroh says, somehow that's not so surprising. <laughs> Still got it. <laughs> I may have lost some of my skin on my chest, but I haven't lost my sense of humor. <laughs> I still got some skin in the game. <laughs> hey, and Zuko's just completely stone-faced. <laughs> Zuko, I should have fucking left you there. <laughs> God damn it. This was a mistake. I'm leaving again. Oh, I for- we've spent so long <laughs> apart from each other. I kind of forgot that this was your whole deal. <laughs> I can't put up with it a second longer. <laughs> Thought about it. Not ready to come back. <laughs> we should split up again. Already? <laughs> yeah, already. Um, Zuko has bandaged Iroh up and kept him alive for this long, but Iroh's moving... You know, pretty slowly, clearly he's still got a lot of pain from this injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zuko surprises everybody by offering Iroh a cup of tea that he made himself. <sighs> he can do it. He's a big boy now. He took a few lessons. He's trying to please his... Own. It's actually very nice that he's like, I know what he needs. Yeah. And I've got it. Yeah, this is very sweet of him. It was sweet of him to try. Yeah, an attempt was made. Iroh takes a sip of the tea and just starts, like, retching. But he kind of catches himself. He's like, oh, it's it's really good. Mm. (laughs) Great job. Great (laughs) job. Like, as a child, when you just put a bunch of, like, liquids in a cup, you're like, Mm -hmm. mama made you this special drink. (laughs) <laughs> Thank and she has to drink a little bit of it because you're staring at her. Mm, oh, <laughs> oh, it's great. What is this? It's a mashed up tomato and Coca-Cola. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I should have never had kids. <laughs> what did you say? Uh, yum. <laughs> um, it is funny. I don't know. Zuko tries, but like, all you had to do, Zuko, you had to pay attention just one time mm-hmm. out of the hundreds of times that Iroh has ever made tea in front of you, and you could have done a better job than this. <laughs> I went out and I found some leaves, and I put them in the pot. I found a bunch of grass out there, and I figured, like, it's basically... It's the same thing, yeah. Leaves and grass. There was a couple of bugs on it. I thought that it might give a little extra texture to the tea. <laughs> they, they enhance the crunch. They release endorphins that get you high as fuck. <laughs> Iroh might buy into that, though. He might be like, all right, give me some more of that All right, tea. oh, fuck yeah. Sounds good. Uh, Zuko pours Iroh another cup of the tea, and then he starts speaking, and while he's distracted, Iroh dumps the tea out the open window behind him over his shoulder. He just chucks it. <laughs> Seamless. Never even happened. Mm-hmm. So, Uncle... I've been thinking. It's only a matter of time before I run into Azula again. I'm going to need to know more advanced firebending if I want to stand a chance against her. 
I know what you're gonna say. She's my sister and I should be trying to get along with her. No, she's crazy and she needs to go down. <laughs> Hell no, Zuko. I've had some time to think about this and that bitch needs to get buried. <laughs> we're not playing games here, my nephew. Yeah, we're not fucking around anymore. Did you see what she did to me? I, there's no going back from this. Get real. We gave her a shot. Now it's personal. <laughs> and then she shot me with her fingers. <laughs> pew, pew. Yeah, she did do a little pew, pew. It would be fun if everybody did a pew, pew. I wish they did. Or like a whoosh, whoosh if you're a waterbender. <laughs> Splash. Or the uh, the kersplush from uh, <laughs> Zelda. Earthbenders do like a little rumble, 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 rumble. <laughs> but what do airbenders do? They just go. Oh, God. <laughs> if Aang did that every time he airbended, I would this not would be a very I would not watch show. this show. <laughs> no, we would have finished it day one. Uh, we'll just insert that audio every time we talk about airbending now. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm airbending. I'm going to bend. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Look, it's the only way he can finish his airbending. So. Um, what are we talking about here? Uh, Iroh stands up and he says, uh, it's time to resume your training. Mm -hmm. So we can move on from this conversation <laughs> we are having. This is what happens when we record at 10 p.m. <laughs> These are the wild hours. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Anything goes at, at this point. <laughs> Got to recap after dark. Uh, things are definitely looking dark for you and me. <laughs> so let's find the light together. Thanks for coming to the last episode of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're shutting it down and everyone's really hoping that we will. Uh, Aang resumes his training as well, but it's it's not really working out so good. He says, maybe I should approach this boulder from a different angle. Yeah. Let's conceptualize this boulder. Mm -hmm. I have to be the boulder, wash the boulder. Make love to date, the boulder. <laughs> date the boulder, Yeah. <laughs> And Toph is like, there is no other angle to this. This is a rock. Yeah, I like Toph in this episode. She fucking is a relentless asshole. But that's what he needs. Yeah, is it? I mean, ultimately, we'll find out pretty much yes. But it is funny. I mean, she... <laughs> She's like, I, I, I don't have to be your teacher. Like, I, I signed up for this pretty much to get away from home. And like, I'll show you what I know, but you're not, you are just completely not thinking of this in the right way. Some people have it and you just don't have it. You don't got it. You don't have the stuff. <laughs> Find the stuff within you. Uh, she tells him, you, you know, you got to stop thinking like an airbender and you have to approach this head on and then literally smashes a giant boulder to pieces with her head. Yeah. 
She shouldn't have said that to him, though, because then he's going to try that exact same move. Oh, you want me to do it head on? Let's let's do it right now. And then he knocks himself out. <laughs> Breaks every bone in his face. <laughs> you told me to. Uh, this is your fault, Toph. <laughs> You're nothing but a cancer on this team. Uh. <laughs> Katara pulls Toph aside. And she's got her own strategy for training Aang. Mm-hmm. She's like, hey, Aang's, you know, he's great. He's going to figure all this out. I trust him. Don't you trust him? You've known him for like a whole week now. And this guy, he's he's just, he's the best. He's a special little fella. <laughs> but listen, he's sensitive. We got to be gentle with him. <laughs> really gentle. Mm-hmm. And you should try giving him, like, lots of praise and also, like, be patient because he'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. And Toph delicately says, like, oh, thanks, Katara. That's really great advice. Mm-hmm. Smash cut to Toph yelling at Aang like an army drill sergeant and <laughs> running him through, like, this intense training. Yeah. That's not how I do things, Katara. I'm not sorry. Mm-hmm. Good. She, I, good for her for sticking to her guns. Gonna pound this little twinkle toes into the dirt. <laughs> and that is what she did. She does here, Brendan. Let's run through some of these training exercises. Uh, he is carrying a huge boulder on his back that she's kind of like lifting his feet up, trying to knock him over, which ultimately she does do. Mm-hmm. Toph stabs her fingertips rapidly into like this flat rock surface yeah i thought it was sand and i was like that doesn't seem so bad it's just it's it's a big rock Mm -hmm. turns out as we find out because ang gives it a try and he lets out like a little yelp as he just slams his hand into the rock breaking like every finger and his (laughs) hand and his wrist not safe uh He's standing perfectly still, focusing as hard as he can, and Toph pops out of the ground, and she shouts, Rock-like! <laughs> scares Aang, he falls over, scared of her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toph steals Sokka's, like, axe machete thing. Yeah, I like it. Whatever it is. I'm gr- it's growing on me. I'm a fan. I, I think it's like a machete club. You can just have both in yeah. one. Yeah, it's got the club on one side and the machete on the other. It's business in front, party in the back. Brendan, I am a member of the local machete club. We have meetings every Tuesday. Oh, my God. What do you talk about? How impractical a machete is? Uh, no, it's actually we talk about the movie Machete and it's it's sequel oh, Machete Kills. Mach- machete. Mach- machete. Yeah. We actually just talk about the Spy Kids movies. <laughs> Uh, she steals the machete thing, which led to a great conversation. Uh, and she has Aang play a blindfolded game of whack-a-mole with these stone pillars that she's raising out of the ground. Yeah, and he's awful at it. It's not working out so good. He is blindfolded after all. Yeah, it seems like fun, though. It doesn't stop her. I'd give it a shot. Yeah. Um. He struggles, but eventually he does whack one of these pillars and Toph like nods in approval. Yes, yes, you're getting it. <laughs> good, good. Let's keep going. Uh, she raises two walls around the two of them, making like this little narrow corridor. Mm-hmm. 
and then covers herself in rocks, basically turning herself into like a little stone golem. Yeah. I knew you were going to love it, Brendan. It reminds me of uh, these things from that. I'm pretty sure I've brought it up before that Donald Duck Super Nintendo game. Go on. Where you play as a ninja. You can get in these giant stone ducks and walk around in them. And they're great. I love that. Yeah. I notice that she leaves herself uh, an eye slit in the rock thing. Hey, (laughs) you know what? (laughs) Hold on a second. And I thought, that's weird. (laughs) For any other character, I could say fine. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. I was like, if you're going to leave an opening, why wouldn't it be like where you breathe instead of your useless eyes? It almost makes me wonder, because I'll tell you this, Brendan, the spoilers, I guess, but the stone suit of armor that she makes for herself here, (laughs) this is not the last time that a character on this show is going to do this exact move. Nice. Uh, But the other characters who do this move on the show can see. So they just reuse the model? (laughs) Yeah, maybe that's what they're doing here, is like (laughs) prepping it for future uses. Mm Mm-hmm. I just assumed they did it because we get like a close up on her eyes Mm -hmm. as she's like charging Aang. Didn't even register with me that like that would be (laughs) weird. But now that you've said it, it's extremely weird. Yeah. What's the point? There was no reason for her. Why would and she's the one who chose to do that. Yeah. She made this thing. Maybe that's just how it happens. Maybe that's just the way earthbending works. If you make a suit of stone armor, it just has to have that just natural yeah that's mm-hmm. god's plan yep hard to say i was i was just about to ask about the uh the deity of this world because it comes up later but we can discuss it then don't think that i don't have this written in my notes Brendan. <laughs> i've got but, but you said god's plan and then that that just like oh yeah by the I'm, way no no yes yes <laughs> you're absolutely right and i promise you we'll get to it <laughs> Uh, she's in this cool stone suit and rushes in Aang's direction, mm-hmm. uh, but he catches her and pushes her like all the way back down the corridor. He's got it figured out. Yeah, it's kind of fun. I liked this a little bit. I like that she, she puts on the suit and like steps once and then just slides forward, kind of like Boomy. She soars through the dirt. And I'm seeing this and what Boomy did. I'm wondering why any earthbender walks anywhere. Mm-hmm. You could just do that thing that like Breath of the Wild didn't want you to do where you just pick up a rock that you're sitting on and like carry yourself around on it. You wouldn't necessarily be able to like fly all the time. I feel like that is maybe too much effort is to like levitate a rock. <laughs> yeah, because the you can only throw the rock. But you can like ripple the earth underneath you in such a way that you're basically like roller skating yeah. every single place that you go. Or you just have like little round pebbles like that kind of like roll along in front of you. Yeah. These are options. Why would any earthbender ever walk? You're absolutely right. I wouldn't. It's just like the air scooter. And I'm sure that waterbenders could do that too. I think firebenders would be the only ones with a tough time, but they can fly like Iron Man, so who fucking cares? <laughs> At that point, yeah, what's the difference? <laughs> Everybody's got a fun way to get around that they don't use as much as they should. Yeah, we're still early on, though. They didn't fly a lot in Dragon Ball Z early on. And then eventually. And then eventually they hardly get those damn people on the ground. Yeah. (laughs) So we're getting close to it. Um, 
Aang is like tossing the stone kettlebell back and forth while standing atop these two skinny stone pillars. Yeah, this is another one. It seems like he's doing a pretty good job. He's figuring it out. He is learning. That is, he's he's making progress, which we even know because Toph, again, comes up and she yells rock-like and hits the pillars. But Aang is like, he's becoming a rock, Brendan. He's oh. rock solid. He is a rock. He is an island. He's unmovable. <laughs> and that is the whole point. And Toph is very proud of him. He's He's doing pretty well in these lessons. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, uh, Sokka is hunting, and he spots this adorable little creature in front of him. Yeah. He apologizes to it for what he's about to do and leaps out of a tree to strike it, which to me, it seems like there's not good meat on them bones, but like... No, it's a very small thing. Uh, I do like his line, though. He's like, you're very cute, but unfortunately, you're made of meat. (laughs) And you gotta go. (laughs) Meat above all else. Yeah, that's one thing we know about Saka. He won't shut up about this stuff. It's just meat. It's meat or nothing. (laughs) And he does leap for that meat, but uh, he gets himself stuck in the cracked desert earth. Mm -hmm. I was a little confused about that. Was that crack already there? I think so. If we go back and look, we'll see there's like a little crack in the earth. Because I was under the impression at first, and I was very mad about it. Uh, that the little creature did it. Mm-hmm. That's like, oh, we have another earthbending animal, huh? But sure, okay, add that, another that one didn't to the list. happen. Okay, never mind. We're good. I don't believe so. I think if we go back, we'll see there was maybe some kind of crack in the earth. Um, I only would say that because, like, what happens here is that little creature stares Sokka down. And he tries to strike it with his arms that are kind of free from the earth. Mm-hmm. But he sinks even further into the earth when he kind of struggles a little bit. So it does seem like yeah. the earth is very fragile. Well, that was is. part of the reason I thought it was doing it. I was like, ah, oh, when he tried okay. to move, it sunk him more. I'm not going to say that wasn't what happened. <laughs> I just was very confused about it. Or maybe we know that Toph kind of like has already found this specific spot that Sokka's hanging out in maybe Toph sunk Sokka in the earth. Oh, she's in this exact moment. She was there when this she's playing chess while Aang's playing checkers. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Iroh gives Zuko the advanced firebending training that he's been looking for. Um, He describes how lightning is a pure expression of firebending, he says. Uh, that isn't fueled by rage or emotion like the other types of firebending mm-hmm. are. Just kind of an interesting insight into like the physics of firebending. Like that's where the fuel comes from. Yeah, firebending's fueled by rage. He does say rage or emotion. Or emotion. Impl- <laughs> separating rage from emotion. That's not a, yeah, forget it. That's not an emotion. Doesn't count. No, look at the emotion chart. And then he pulls out one of those things with like all the little faces yeah, on How it. are you feeling today, Zuko? <laughs> that determines how well you're going to bend. Rage is a post-it note that Zuko had drawn and stuck on the chart. <laughs> it's just all the way at the end of it, and it's got a burned little eye like Zuko has. <laughs> how did that get here? Get that out of here. <laughs> That's not, no, you can't. Nobody could possibly be at this level. It's where I'm at all the time. <laughs> it's where I live, uncle. <laughs> This is this is my reality, and you're not helping. <laughs> he draws an angrier one and sticks it right below it. Now I'm here. 
And then puts another one of like Iroh on there, but he's making like a stupid face and says, this is you. <laughs> and there's a little poop on his head. <laughs> I think Iroh would like that, though. He'd go, ha, 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 yeah, you've he, got me well. He would. <laughs> he would take that so well. And that would just make Zuko even angrier. Stick that post-it note on his fridge at home. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. My nephew drew me the other day. <laughs> right next to his report card. Straight Fs. <laughs> For fire. For fire. <laughs> you feel <Jesus> me. Christ. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what happens next? <laughs> he uh, offers Zuko some tea and says, you know, lightning bending requires peace of mind. Zuko's like, ah, yes. That's why we're drinking tea to clear our minds. And Iroh's like, huh, I didn't even think of that. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he writes it down. <laughs> yes, that is why that is why we're drinking tea is to clear our minds. That's <laughs> always been the plan. Correct. So if anyone ever asks me again, I'm trying to lightning bend. Got it, got it, got it. Thank mm-hmm. you, Zuko. Um Iroh describes how. Some firebenders can harness the positive and negative energies in the world, and separating them causes an imbalance. And uh, if you can harness and then release that imbalance, it is what produces a lightning bolt. And sure enough, he shows off the moves that we've seen Azula do before, where she kind of spins her arms around slowly and then blast out a lightning bolt, which he does into the distance here. Iroh's got the stuff. Yeah. Just like we knew he would. Mm-hmm. I also like how scientific he got with it. There is an explanation for it. Yeah, <laughs> He's like, oh, true. we're getting real deep into the mechanics of bending right now. Zuko, let me tell you about midichlorians. <laughs> <laughs> Not again, Uncle, Uncle. Noel. <laughs> I know I'm the chosen one. You've told me so many times. But there is much fear in you, Zuko. (laughs) There's much something in Zuko, and I don't think anybody wants to know what it is. Uh, Zuko's like, oh, my turn, my turn. And uh, he does a slow wind up and points his fingers, ready to blast some lightning. But instead, a huge explosion knocks him over backwards, and Iroh just shakes his head. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't got it, buddy. This fucking guy. Hey, I wonder where we've seen somebody try to do a bending move, but blow themselves backwards, not able to do it in this exact same episode. Huh? Well, I don't know. It doesn't sound familiar. I don't think anybody did that. I don't no. think we talked was about it. Was it Sokka? I think it was Azulo. I oh. said it. I did it. You fucker. Damn it. <laughs> I stole it from you. <laughs> I said Azulo earlier when I meant to say Azula. You're not going to hear that original conversation, so I hope this is doing anything for anyone. Here's the clip. (laughs) Uh, Here comes Azulo. Oh, shit. (laughs) And then Brendan laughed just like that, too. That was also part of the clip. That was part of the clip. Uh, Toph's got a fun new training exercise for Aang to try. She's going to roll a gigantic boulder down a huge cliff, and he just needs to stop the boulder. Yeah. This seems way simpler than a lot of the other stuff she's had him do today. Yeah, but he seems the most nervous about this. 
it does have the biggest implications, a.k.a. his death. Yeah, but he's a cartoon character. He'd be fine. Cartoon characters can die, Brendan. We've seen no. that on the show. I watched Sokka get flung 30 feet into the air and land on his head. I mean, that's a common occurrence for him, though. And he doesn't die, but he does get a little dumber every time it happens. Yeah, I guess that's true. If possible. How much further can he go? I know the man's already so low. <laughs> um, Toph says that Aang can stop this boulder if he has the attitude of an earthbender. Uh, Katara immediately jumps in and she's like, are you sure this is a good idea? And Toph wraps a blindfold around Aang and she's like, now it's a great idea. Yeah. Thanks, Katara. Nice job, Katara. You made this way better. <laughs> and Aang is like, yeah, thanks, Katara. Great. Awesome. Nice going. Thanks for opening your mouth, asking the teacher why they hadn't assigned homework yet. <laughs> way to go. Nice knowing you, Katara. This is it for your buddy Aang. Yeah, that is basically what that was. Mm -hmm. Aang had the much. same reaction I always had, too. Like, are you fucking kidding me? You Way to go. You piece of shit. <laughs> we would have gotten away with it if you could have kept your fucking mouth shut. Way to go, Katara. This is why your dad left. <laughs> this is why. This is exactly why. Uh, it's go time. Toph pushes the boulder and it rumbles towards Aang and he starts to sweat. And at the very last minute, he does not push the boulder away, but instead he leaps above it. Mm-hmm. And Toph comes down, and she is pissed. Yeah. She says, you blew it. Says that he didn't have the guts to face this boulder. She pushes him over on the ground and stands over him like Seymour Skinner calling somebody pathetic. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you're right. I absolutely don't have the guts. And she barks in his face like, you should have let that rock flatten you. You should have at least had the decency. She tears him to shreds. Yeah. She fucking, she fucking hammers him in this scene. Really frustrating. It seemed like he was getting it, and then in the last minute, come on now, Aang. Mm -hmm. You're stronger than this. You've, you you should know that by now. Yeah. it's It seems very unlike him, actually. For how like gung-ho he was, I, we get like a little bit, a little bit of an explanation for why, but Still seems a little out of character for him, him not to be like super stoked about it. He was at the top of the episode. And then the more he tried, he That's was true. like, it just wasn't clicking for him. And again, I guess we do get some sort of explanation for that in a minute. Mm -hmm. a, a bullshit explanation. A weird, stupid one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he he gives up. Toph is just like utterly disgusted by this. Uh, Zuko still cannot figure out the lightning bending. And he dejectedly says, it keeps exploding in my face, just like everything always does. <laughs> you don't understand me. <laughs> it's lightning. It's stupid. It's a big bully. <laughs> Gonna go listen to my simple plan records. <laughs> Crawling in my skin here, uncle. <laughs> uh, Iroh says that Zuko will not be able to master the lightning until he deals with his own inner turmoil. And Zuko snaps back, what turmoil? <laughs> I'm fine. 
I'm famously the most even-keeled character on this show. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Zuko. Um, Iroh tells Zuko, uh, you need to let go of your shame. But Zuko's like, no, I'm actually full of pride. And Iroh's like, that is literally not at all what I just said. <laughs> yeah. He says, uh, pride is not the opposite of shame. And I, I thought that was pretty deep. Iroh's full of it. It, it. We've kind of transformed Iroh a little bit. You always knew this is kind of the direction he was headed in. Mm -hmm. And even they joked about it, I feel like, in season one with like the, the proverb that wasn't actually a proverb with the ship, the ship setting sail or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Iroh didn't do a ton of that in season one, but I feel like in the last like five episodes of season two, Iroh has very much settled into like the wise old man with the like little sage bits of wisdom in every situation. Yeah. The, get the book of Iroisms. That is, we're filling the book right now as we speak. <laughs> Again, so many cross stitches are filling up walls now. <laughs> every time Iroh says a new line. I love it. Keep it, keep I love it, it going. Too. Yeah, this is what he should be. I mean, I'm I'm into it. Um, Zuko is getting a little bit down, but Iroh's got a great way to pep him back up. He's going to teach him a move that even Azula doesn't know because Iroh made it up himself. Hell yeah. Pull one over on your sister and then fucking strike her down. Yeah, and then fucking strangle her. She's going, she's going down, you and me. <laughs> tag team she's she will end today she will rue the day <laughs> she messed with her own family that's fine <laughs> uh Sokka is still stuck in the ground the little creature is sitting on his head it is very adorable yeah i like this little guy i'm glad that this little guy survives the rest of the events of this episode mm-hmm Sokka is having a full-blown conversation with it, and he's like, hey, if I ever get out of here, I swear I'm going to become a vegetarian. Mm -hmm. But, like, he can't even believe the own the words that are coming out of his own mouth. No, no, that's an empty promise, and he knows it. From this guy? That is that is literally giving up everything that you are. <laughs> so, the little creature brings Sokka an apple and drops it just, like, a little bit out of reach in front of him. Mm-hmm. But Sokka struggles to chuck his boomerang like a foot in front of him and then just patiently waits and says, all right, now come back, boomerang. I mean, it worked before. It always comes back mm -hmm. in Sokka's mind. Yeah. <laughs> I do honestly kind of wish that it had like moved a little bit when he said that to it. <laughs> like there was like a, a slight earthquake or something and it like... <laughs> tumbled a shimmies bit. forward a little bit carries the apple towards him so in Sokka's mind he still is like yes yes this is exactly it worked out just like I thought it would it always does um Katara is running some casual water bending training with Aang and she's kind of trying to help him through his earth bending block but he's like not willing to face it it's really tough for him and she says to him hey if fire and water are opposite elements, then that must mean that air and earth are the opposites, right? Mm-hmm. Sound logic, I guess. Um, sure. <laughs> yeah. It's not, a, it's not really a big enough sample size, but <laughs> let's entertain <laughs> that for a minute. 
Katara, not everything has to neat fit like neatly into these little boxes <laughs> that you've made up here. But I guess <laughs> I guess they're gonna go with it. I, it just seems very strange to me. What makes fire and water opposites? I mean, historically, the those are I would consider those to be the opposite elements. I mean, I would I would set them opposed, I guess, but like they're not really the opposite. It's not like if you create anti-fire, it becomes water. Uh, do you want to go ask the scientists? Yeah, let's get them in here. Call up the guys at MIT. Come in, guys. Oh, oh you don't know either? Okay, get get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> the science is still out on science. <laughs> yeah, the scientists aren't so sure about the science on this one. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's fine. Fire and water, yeah, whatever. We're considering those to be opposites. Air and earth, like... I, I, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't have anything better to be the opposite of air. No, if we've only got the four options, it's going to have to be that. Yeah. See, if we put them in a circle, we can draw lines across the circle. But that also implies that there's bleed over between the ones close to each other on the circle. Only if you're this one specific guy, though, is there any bleed over? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I guess maybe actually... That that does start to go into our ongoing debate of, uh -oh. like, mud and things mm -hmm. of that nature. <laughs> so maybe this episode is starting to lead us towards the answers that we're searching for. I hope so. Maybe not, maybe not really. No, probably not, but it's, it's helping me with my theories. <laughs> I'm going to have to take this one back to the lab. I'll show those MIT guys. I'll write this one down in my journal and ponder it tonight. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Toph has already kind of made the point that like Aang is like dancing around earthbending, not kind of just like doing it, but instead mm -hmm. he's like an airbender, like dodging everything that he should just be doing instead. So I guess if that's the logic we're going with, like that's fine. But even even still on an elemental level, like I can't agree. With this <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm actually I'm, I'm a little more on board now. I'm, a, I'm, I'm talking myself into it. You know what? This is good writing. Yeah. Yeah, because you mix you mix water and, and, and earth, you get mud. If you mix earth and air, what do you get? Nothing. You can't you can't do it. You get little dust particles flying in the but air. That's just that's they're not they're not combined though. That's just two separate things. And like if you mix oh. fire and water, you get nothing. You know what, Brendan? The science is in now. Yeah. Come on back in, guys. Come on back in. You're all fired. You're we useless. Yeah. We did it without you. We did it on our own. <laughs> Science is easy. Send the Nobel Prize to our P.O. box. That's what we, the message, again, our continued crusade against science on this show. Everyone at home should be, should be and is capable of doing their own science. Don't listen to the actual scientists yeah. out there. They don't know shit. Mistrust the science. Mistrust all scientists in every arena. The earth is flat and we all know it. And let's move on. <laughs> uh, Aang bows deeply and thanks Sifu Katara. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. She's earned it now. Um, Iroh prepares Zuko to learn his unique firebending move. But first he needs an important lesson. And Iroh takes a stick and he draws the symbols of the four elements in the sand 
to teach him a little bit about the philosophy behind each one. Mm -hmm. And this is what you were just referring to, Brendan. He does kind of like draw them all out and draw some lines and circles around them and shit. Yeah. We're learning. We're figuring it out. Iroh is a student of the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually. Literally, actually, yes. He's like maybe the most open-minded character in the show. In the entire show, the only one who kind of understands all of this stuff, understands all of this stuff on a way deeper level than even the Avatar himself, Mm -hmm. who just does the moves but might not have, like, the context of what it's really all about. Yeah, he knows what he's doing, but he doesn't know why. He doesn't know what does it mean. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Iroh kind of spells it out. Fire is the element of power. And the Fire Nation people are driven to achieve anything, he says. Mm -hmm. Earth is the element of substance, and its people are persistent and enduring. Mm -hmm. Air is the element of freedom, and he says that the air nomads detach themselves from worldly concerns. And then he also says, apparently, they had a great sense of humor. Oh, Puts on a big smile and Zuko does not return that attitude in any way. That's a very good joke. And Zuko just did not get it. <laughs> I don't know what that even means. I'm keep. You've got one more element, old man. Finish the job. I don't know. I liked that joke. I thought it was good, too. I mean, it's, it's good stuff. But it, once again, Iroh's material not landing on the close-minded... <laughs> young nephew of his. Uh, Water is the element of change, and the Water Tribe's community helps them to adapt to anything. Mm -hmm. Why are you telling me these things? It is important to draw wisdom from many different places. If we take it from only one place, it becomes rigid and stale. Understanding others, the other elements, and the other nations will help you become whole. All this Four Elements talk is sounding like Avatar stuff. It is the combination of the Four Elements in one person that makes the Avatar so powerful. But it can make you more powerful too. You see, the technique I am about to teach you is one I learned by studying the waterbenders. Waterbending style firebending moves? We're crossing over here. This is some kind of blasphemy. Every different nation should be completely isolated from each other. We only learn firebending stuff around here. Hold on, Uncle Iroh. I didn't realize you were a heathen. (laughs) We can't mix these bloodlines. That's not what we're doing at all, Zuko. Yeah, it seems like it to me. Also, tone it down with that. (laughs) I know this is... Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Hylian Whoa, Zuko. Back up. Oh, holy shit. (laughs) You are your you are your father's son. <laughs> um, Zuko peps right up at the idea of learning this new move. He's like, "Oh, waterbenders, not so useless, no matter what Brendan says." Yeah, yeah. Well, what does Zuko know? <laughs> Fucking nothing. Not yet. He's about to learn a kick-ass move that waterbenders are partially responsible for. Uh huh. If you view it under a certain lens, <laughs> which I'm choosing to. All right. That's your like prerogative, man. <laughs> I'm not going to back down. Um, Aang is meditating as Toph approaches him and she says, hey, 
I found these nuts in your bag. And she holds up this bag of nuts that has a cartoony sketch of Aang on the bag. Yeah, cause he doesn't know how to write his name, so he just draws his face on everything. I was going to say, what, what, did he do this himself? Like, that's not how people mark stuff I imagine by drawing so. themselves. Yeah, I think he probably did. People will know this is mine because it looks like me. Mm-hmm. To be fair, he is the only person we've ever seen that has the arrow. Only living person we've ever seen that has the arrow. Yeah, easily identifiable. Unmistakable. Oh, those are Aang's nuts. <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> no, that's you. That's not what I meant. And you know, and I didn't say it in that specific way to get a chuckle out of you. You know, I didn't. Those are Aang's that. nuts and Toph's going to smash them. She's going to crush them. <laughs> Your nuts are going into the dirt. <laughs> it's not funny, Brendan. It's not funny. No, of Calm course down. not. Calm down. <laughs> Getting a little hot under the collar talking about <laughs> crushing Aang's nuts. <laughs> um, she uh, she says, oh, well, I figured you wouldn't mind. Uh, but even if you did, you're too much of a pushover to do anything she really emphasizes the the p so you had the same thought that i did i was 100 ready for him or for her to call him a pussy too much of a pussy to take these nuts i was so ready for it toff is really tough i like her grabbing ang's nuts and calling him a pussy She's heavy metal. <laughs> Love Toph. She's really showing her stuff in this episode. <laughs> but again, it's one of those things we talked about when she said fucking sleeping bag in last yeah. week's episode. It's one of those things that if they really let Toph say what she wanted to say, mm-hmm. this wasn't a show on Nickelodeon, she'd be saying fucking sleeping bag and you're a pussy, Yang. Actually, you know what? Now that you brought that up again, I had forgotten about that, but... It- I almost feel like it might have been on purpose. <laughs> and they've now done it twice. Yeah, yeah. Like, they they did want to give her a foul mouth, but couldn't get away with it. So they have to clean it up, get it past the censors. Yeah, but, but you leave know what? the implications. That makes sense. This is who... We know that Toph is that kind of person, but it's not allowed. So let's let's dance around it. I like that. I hope it continues. I will keep an eye out for it going forward. Every every time. But this one was glaring. As soon as she hit that puh, like really hard, I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, he is. He is. Say it, say it. Say the line, Toph. (laughs) Uh, He's like, hey, yeah, that's fine. Go right ahead. And Toph says, okay, great. I'm going to bust these open with my new nutcracker. Mm Mm-hmm. And she whips out Aang's airbending staff. <gasps> Yuh-oh. Uh, he looks on in horror as she slams it down hard on his nuts. Yes, Brendan, I wrote it that way on purpose. I figured you did. It won't work twice. I'm I'm over it now. I'm yes, I've matured in the last. I'm older minutes. and wiser. <laughs> I don't have time for these childish games. <laughs> I would be swayed by your potty humor. <laughs> Uh, Aang cries out, that's a delicate instrument. 
But Toph says, it's not the only delicate instrument around here. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Got him. Got him bad. She walks away just kind of like slamming the staff back and forth against every rock she can see. <laughs> Smacking it up, well, which is none. Which is, oh, well, she can, you know, she can see through her feet. You got to watch it with that shit. <laughs> she even said so herself. She says, I see with my feet. Mm-hmm. I can imagine she can see these rocks around her specifically. Yeah. So, <laughs> look, I do need to choose my words more carefully. We've covered this on the show. <laughs> I'm going to call you out every time. That's fair. That's fair. I deserve it. Um, Katara comes to Aang and tells him that Sokka is missing. Uh, they go to find him, and Sokka is still stuck in the ground with that little creature just pulling on his ponytail, which comes loose in like a big frizzy ball on his head. Yeah. New Sokka style just dropped. It great. <laughs> I like it. He cries out to whoever's in charge of like this karma stuff. Mm-hmm. So he is calling out to God, question mark. Yep. That's Let's that's it, how Brendan. I I actually I had forgotten about this. I was talking about later. Oh, oh. So okay. they so they do it a lot. So this is not the only time. There are multiple points in this episode where a character directly addresses some kind of higher being. This is true. Who is this higher being? Um Roku? <laughs> Just Christian God? <laughs> they are calling out to Jesus. He does say, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus uh, of Nazareth, please come down and save me. <laughs> please. Every deity in every different religion, let me list them all out now. It's One of like you has to be real. Horrible amalgamation comes down. <laughs> I'll help you, Sokka. <laughs> Who do I pray to? Who do I pray to? I'm the only one here. <laughs> What's your name? It's not important. This is fucking horrific. <laughs> fucking eldritch <laughs> beast. Tell the world I've arrived. <laughs> Tell them you are my harbinger. <laughs> Tell them you live out of the goodness of my heart. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm coming for the rest of them. Go and spread the word. <laughs> so, wow, this is a much different show than I thought it was going to be. Wow, things have changed wildly <laughs> in this one episode. Did this show just get really fucking cool? <laughs> <laughs> this is anime. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> they proved it. They have to spend the rest of the uh, the rest of the show trying to kill that guy now. I know. Developing plans in secret underground bunkers somewhere. <laughs> no, no. This is good. It's good. The show's better. Uh he says to this strange deity. Uh, that if he gets out of this, he will give up his meat and his sarcasm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's like, that's pretty much all that I am. Yeah. That Sokka meat and sarcastic. I don't need them any. Please just let me live. I'll yep. be nothing. I'll be a shell of a human. <laughs> Aang runs into the scene and Sokka is relieved to see him. Immediately, he asks him if he has any meat. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> it's good. It's good stuff. Uh, Aang tries to pull him out, but Sokka won't budge. 
uh, Aang air blasts Sokka, but still he won't budge, and now he's sporting a very awesome mohawk. Yeah. New Sokka just dropped again in this episode. He's looking good. <laughs> we're just really, we're really trying him all out. This is that fashion show episode where it keeps, it's like a montage, keeps going into the booth and coming out with different hairstyles. And Aang does like a little, like shake his head back and forth. And yeah. Go. And every time it cuts back, he's got more bags and like a, a Jamba juice. Hmm. He's like, hey, that's a really good try, but maybe let's try like earth bending me out of the ground. Mm hmm. And Aang shamefully just says, I can't. Yeah. I don't have the stuff. Toph told me so. She got me. She got my nuts, Sokka. She got my nuts. She grabbed my nuts and called me a pussy. And called me a pussy. And Sokka's like, I missed that. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I, I've been thinking about doing that for weeks. And now if I do that, I'm going to people are thinking I'm just going to copy. I'm copying Toph. <laughs> Sokka's like, all right, well, go get Toph. She'll get me out. But Aang doesn't want to do that either because it's embarrassing and it would be too uncomfortable for him, he says. <laughs> and then we get that that Sokka sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> he, well, he's not letting that go either. <laughs> he was very right in his self-evaluation. Meat and sarcasm is all that he is. At least he's self-aware. <laughs> no, he knows. He can see. <laughs> He's constantly looking in a mirror at himself. and like, He's been yeah. cultivating that personality. <laughs> if I'm not this, who am I? Um, <laughs> Sokka, he looks at him with his entire body crammed into the small crack, and he's like, yeah, that, that does sound really uncomfortable, Aang. <laughs> Wouldn't want you to be uncomfortable. That sucks. Yeah, uncomfortable things are bad for everyone. <laughs> And Aang uh, just doesn't get it. He's like, yeah, you're right. Uncomfortable things are bad, Sokka. Thanks, Sokka. I knew I could count on you. You're my buddy. Let's chat some more. <laughs> How you doing down there? You know what? I don't want to know. Um, Yeah, Aang tells Sokka about how tough this whole earthbending thing is. Uh, and he says that he feels like he's caught between a rock and a hard place. And Sokka's like, oh, come on. <laughs> You're, you're fucking with me, right? <laughs> Choose your words more carefully, Yang. Come on. Uh, the little creature nuzzles up to the two of them, and Sokka introduces Aang to Foo Foo Cuddly Poops, he's decided to name it. Mm -hmm. It's a good which name. Is appropriate. I mean, it seems like a Foo Foo. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, that's a Foo Foo Cuddly Poops for sure. <laughs> yep. So, uh, Aang recognizes this creature as a baby. Sabertooth moose lion cub. That's three things. Oh, Brendan, I know. Just a couple weeks ago, we were saying, <laughs> when are we going to see a triple header animal on this show? Well, here it, it is. It didn't take long. No. Although earlier we saw what uh, looked like just a frog. It did just seem like a regular this frog. But just you, a frog. If you watched it for a little while, it uh, started spurting milk out <laughs> oh gross <laughs> yeah i know it's uh, not all animals are good ones on this show <laughs> but uh yep it's it's a three animal in one situation brendan mm -hmm. i i was so distracted for the rest of this scene just going is it three or did they just forget that saber tooths are tigers so they used mm -hmm. the word lion Sabretooth lion, yeah, that's a good question. No, it had a little bit of everything going on. Mm -hmm. Aang 
lifts up this little cub just in time for the mama saber-tooth moose lion to pop out of some bushes behind them. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yowza. <laughs> Caught me red-handed. Uh, and it's this 30-foot tall moose thing with kind of like a lion body, but big moose antlers and also humongous saber teeth. It's just all of the most aggressive animals put into one. Let's get all these nasty boys and toss them together. <laughs> yeah. Um, Iroh is guiding Zuko through some movements and routines, uh, very reminiscent of like water bending. Mm-hmm. And he says that the waterbenders can turn an enemy's attacks against them, which is exactly what he's doing with this technique that he's developed, which is redirecting lightning. Ooh. And we have actually seen Iroh redirect lightning before on this show. Mm-hmm. So Iroh, seemingly the only one who can do this. Yeah, apparently. We've established that now. Not the only one who can generate lightning, but after being struck by it. Mm-hmm. Because you did say earlier that you can't control the lightning. You just direct it. You guide it. Yeah, that's what he said. It's all the same. <laughs> uh, to do this, you need to create a path from your fingertips up through your arm down into your stomach, which Iroh calls the Sea of Chi. Mm-hmm. Although he says for himself, it's more like a vast ocean. Ha 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 ha. Zuko does not, again, does not laugh at this at all. <laughs> I was like, you're really killing me here, kid. I've done such a great job in this episode. <laughs> all of my jokes are golden. <laughs> I'm over here crushing it, and you're over here acting like I'm not, and it's really harshing my vibe. Should have left me in this fever dream where I was with my son who appreciated my jokes. <laughs> but it did get a little sad at the end of the dream, so you know what? I'm glad you woke me up. Um. Then you redirect the lightning up out of your other arm. Uh, Iroh stresses the most important part is the stomach detour. And he says, you must not let the lightning pass through your heart or it can be deadly. Mm -hmm. Keep that in mind. Write that down. It's going to be on the test. (laughs) May be important. We'll see. (laughs) Probably not. I don't know why he bothered mentioning it. Iroh leads Zuko through the physical motions uh, down one arm, into the stomach, out the other arm. Zuko is kind of starting to get into the groove of this motion, and Iroh loves that. Uh, A little hip-hop drum beat kicks in in the background, and Iroh's like, you have to feel the flow, and does a little arm wave dance move. Yeah. It's good stuff. They practice this move for a long time, and Zuko's like, cool. I've got it under control. Now let's try this with some real lightning. Yeah. (laughs) Blast me. Uh, Iroh's eyes go wide and he's like, what are you joking? I'm not going to shoot lightning at you. Are you fucking serious? That's not what this was all about. (laughs) You thought that's how this was going to end? Well, I mean, what was it about? I feel like like Iroh really set that one up. How are you going to know how to do it? Unless you get practical on-the-job experience, he has to know Zuko better than that. He, there's, I, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that that would be a surprise to him. You're one hundred percent right. 
Know your audience. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to teach Zuko this, and he's not going to want to try it right away. <laughs> and he'll think, yes, I'll sit on this until needed instead of, <laughs> no, I must master this right now. Right fucking now. <laughs> Immediately. Shoot me, uncle. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, Zuko, you know, you'll be lucky if you never have to use this technique at all. Mm-hmm. Great. That's just what he needs to hear. <laughs> Uh, some thunder rolls in the distance, and Zuko says, If you won't help me, I'll find my own lightning. Oh, boy, here we go again. <laughs> not, not again. I was actually annoyed with this. I was like, fucking, come on. Don't split up the party. Not again. They just got back together. <laughs> and he takes the ostrich horse and takes off, <laughs> he too. Does, and that's why I was like, they're really doing it again. <laughs> no, we're going to have to have another multi-episode arc, and then they have, like, a touching reunion at the end of it. It, it cheapens it. Every time you do it, it cheapens it. <laughs> Stick to the one. The one was good. <laughs> the more we do this, I just don't know. Uh, Aang presents that cub to the mama, but the mama's still very upset. Mm-hmm. And Sokka begs Aang to free him from the ground as the moose lion charges them uh, but Aang airbends it up above them, and then it turns around to charge at them again. Uh, Sokka tells Aang he needs to earthbend him out of the ground, uh, and Aang does try, but there's like just absolutely no movement at all. Mm-hmm. Like he learned nothing when he was actually doing pretty well with the training, but he's like reverted back. Yeah, to he regressed. I had it. I lost it. He got grumpy and forgot it all. <laughs> oh man, I. I should have taken some notes. <laughs> um, Aang leaps away and does like a little dance trying to draw the beast's attention towards him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it starts to charge towards Sokka again. Uh, Aang leaps down and Sokka's like, please don't leave me again. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I can only be right here. And if you're not with me, like, that's very scary. I have no option. This is all this is all I can do. You can go anywhere you please. I have become stump man. <laughs> I am with the ground now. <laughs> I am of the ground, Aang. It's a simple life. <laughs> I don't get many visitors out here these days. <laughs> nice of you to swing by. Uh no, he begs Aang, don't leave me, and Aang says, I won't. And he widens his stance, and that moose lion charges directly at Aang, and Aang lets out a mighty gust of wind, blasting it away, and it walks off in defeat. Mm-hmm. And from beside them, a slow clap starts, and Toph is just kind of sitting there, taking this all in. Yeah. She was watching this <laughs> the entire time. Uh, Aang's mad at her for not helping out, and she's just like, huh, whoopsie, I guess I should have, huh? Oh, yeah, I could have done that. Yeah, funny thing, oh well. (laughs) You know, I thought about it, didn't want to. It's all good now, right? Water under the bridge. (laughs) Uh, she goes to smash another nut with the staff, but he snatches it out of the air, and she's like, fuck yeah, dude, you've got the stuff. Yeah! It was in you. I knew it was in you. <laughs> Tough love, Aang. That's what it's all about. She, like, chest bumps him. <laughs> Knocks him on his ass. 30 feet, yeah, behind him. Uh, 
She says, you stood your ground against an angry beast, but even more impressively, you stood your ground against me. Yeah. Different form of angry beast. <laughs> and she says, do it. And Aang earthbends the fuck out of a boulder. Yeah, he pushes that boulder real good. Pushes that rock as far as it'll go. <laughs> They're both so happy about this. She, like, dumps a cooler <laughs> Gatorade on his head. <laughs> they bro out. Sokka's like, hey, guys, that's really great stuff. Hey, really happy for you? You're doing a great job with this earthbending. Our team's going to be in excellent shape after this adventure. <laughs> but speaking of the team. <laughs> speaking of members of the team and them being in good shape, let's kind of give Sokka what he wants in this situation, <laughs> huh? Uh, and Aang's testosterone is raging right now. He's like, yeah, I'm going to get you out of the ground, brother. And Toph's, yeah. like, <laughs> Toph's like, uh... Not so fast. Let's not crush all of his bones right now. <laughs> she stomps the ground and plucks him out of the ground like a Pikmin. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. Uh, back at the camp, they walk back in. I think Sokka has another like existential come to God moment with Katara right now, which is probably <laughs> yeah. the one you were referring to earlier. No. Not even still. Oh, no. There's another one at the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. That's right. It's full of them in these. It's full episode. of them. Yeah. Very religious episode. Yeah. Now, Aang interrupts this by pushing a gigantic rock over, and Katara says to Toph, ah, you must have used that positive reinforcement. Toph's like, yeah, sure, that's what happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where were you, Katara? We were all together. <laughs> you couldn't find your way to everybody else? That We were making a lot of noise over there, too. Yeah, it was not a secret. <laughs> she she wasn't really trying to find find Sokka. I found them and I'm blind. What the fuck <laughs> so, were you doing? What was your excuse? Um, yeah, Aang shows Appa. Oh, I'm so sturdy like a rock. Appa knocks him over with his big tongue and we all have a big laugh. Oh, <laughs> and then we end the episode on a happy note. Let's keep this laughing going, Brendan. Ha ha he he Nothing can bring us down now. Our spirits are high, and that rides into the final scene. Uh, there's this heavy rain that's broken out, and Zuko is standing alone on top of a rocky plateau, just shouting into the heavens. Mm -hmm. So this is what you were talking this about. This is what I was talking about. Yeah, he's, he's specifically referring to a you here. Something. He has some kind of someone or something in mind. Some kind of cosmic, overarching, controlling thing mm -hmm. of the universe. Whether this is a religious observation or just some sort of, like, the energy of the universe, the karma in the unit, whatever it is, he is speaking directly to this force that he feels like has controlled his entire life. It keeps giving him its toughest battles. <laughs> he can take it. He can take it. <laughs> You've always thrown everything you could at me. Well, I can take it, and now I can give it back! Come on! Strike me! You've never held back before!
now I can take, I can give this back to you. I'm finally capable of this. Mm-hmm. But nothing happens. No. As we focus in closely on his face that is streaked with the pouring rain, but now we can easily distinguish between that pouring rain and his own tears, which start pouring out of his eyes. Mm -hmm. And he just shouts in anguish and falls to his knees in defeat. Yep. (laughs) Woof. It's a terrible day for rain. (laughs) That's that's what we all say. Uh, (laughs) That's a quote from a real anime. No, we're watching a real anime. There are some <laughs> shots in this particular scene that almost kind of look like a real anime. There are actually this episode and the previous one were both very well animated. They're getting they're figuring some stuff out. Mm-hmm. Um this scene, yeah. Heavy stuff. Speaking to whatever controls his life. Speaking and to like, Christian God. Speaking to Jesus Christ himself. <laughs> And Zuko, like, he needs, he needs this win. Like, he really needs a W so bad. Mm-hmm. Finally, now he's got something that Azula doesn't have, but he specifically can use this. Iroh helped him learn it, and like, yes, I'm in control. But the universe, whatever it is that he's calling out to, like, will not grant him this victory that he's seeking so bad. Nope. Tough stuff for Zuko. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> That's rough, buddy. Real downer. <laughs> it is a real downer. Uh, and let's just go ahead and say that's the end of the episode. <laughs> just rolls credits and him screaming on top of the mountain. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. All right, Brendan, that was episode 29, Bitter Work. Uh, this is considered by many to be like a top episode of avatar the last airbender um i think i would probably agree with that i'm not sure how you feel but i think you're pretty positive on this one i thought it was a fun episode um for like the parallel training montage kind of thing that it had going on sure um i liked exploring zuko a bit more i like the 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 little nugget of wisdom that iroh gives him Mm -hmm. um i don't think i would put it in like the top episode Sure. Of the season, even. No, I don't it's, think I would either. It's up there. Um, I think season one had a lot of like nothing episodes, though. Definitely. So I don't know. I, I'm i maybe a little too close to it, but I don't know that I would put it super high. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed it. I didn't. There wasn't anything that I didn't like about it. It's at least maybe a fan favorite. Episode. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a good episode. Um. I like to see the training Aang starting to actually starting his journey towards earth bending. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of fun that we're, we're getting there now. Um, and it's the only element he hadn't really bended yet. That's true. It's earth. Yep. Now he's done them all. Completed the list. Damn. He's the avatar. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was fun. I think I liked, I liked the Iroh Zuko plot line better and I think I would have liked it if there was more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the long montage of earthbending stuff kind of early on was a little too long. I think I'd agree. I think we could have trimmed that and given us a bit more Iroh, Zuko, angst. Sure. Um, but otherwise, I thought it was fun. I liked, the, I liked this episode. 
think you're starting to see, Brendan, what I've kind of been saying all along. Obviously, you know, we have the hero and we have like the anti-hero or whatever he's mm-hmm. going to end up. You know, it's fine. It's not a huge deal. <laughs> Ang's firebending master. <laughs> no, no, we don't know any. I don't have any. Those words you just said flew right over my head. I'm not worried about it. Uh, it's the story of these two is rapidly becoming a more compelling, interesting story yes, than the yeah. one of the main characters that we've been focused Easily. on this entire time. Yeah. Although I do really like Toph. I think Toph is a very fun character. Yeah. Even in this episode, she like yeah. really stands out. We've kind of we're digging her and now we're like, OK, she's <laughs> she, she brings something to this team that we haven't had. And it's good. I think she already was one of the better characters in the gang. Um, but I think this episode kind of sealed it for me. Like, yeah, she does not fuck around this game. Mm-hmm. She'll tell you what you need to hear. Pussy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited to see if if they do like veil more curse words. That's just a thing about her character. <laughs> Fun little nod that the writers got to do. I'm very excited to see where that goes. I am too. Um yeah, this the both stories really good in this episode. The Zuko and Ira one, I do agree, particularly shines. Mm-hmm. Um, that stuff is all getting really, really good. And this final scene with Zuko like shouting into the sky is heavy emotions in that one. Like you really feel for the guy. Like he's 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 trying so hard to like finally get somewhere mm-hmm. and still like feels like something is holding him back yeah what whatever it is i i like how much character exploration we're getting in this season i think yeah. the only thing that i feel like is still missing is i want more from uh may and tylee is that her name mm-hmm. i want more from them now i want like an episode just about them like avoiding <laughs> azula we even need more Azula on this show, too. Yeah, like, I think that could she, be a fun, like, a whole episode that's those three, and Azula's mm-hmm. doing her thing, and they're, like, trying to stay out of her way. Sure. That's kind of what I'm looking for at this point. Yeah, we've had them pop up sparingly here mm-hmm. or there, and every time we're like, aha, these girls again, I can't wait to, like, add something. And then it's just, you know, they throw around arrows or punch someone <laughs> yeah. in the right spot. I want to know more about those characters. Uh, we're getting a lot of good stuff about all of the other characters, which like isn't bad. I, I wouldn't be upset if that continues further. But like, I want to I want to round it out. I'm getting to a point now where I'm like, all right, I see that they can give characters depth. Let's let's do that more. <laughs> We've got so many characters on the roster now, too. Mm-hmm. Like there are people to be explored in greater detail. So, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, and I think it's cool. It's good to do that, too, because then the inevitable confrontation has more weight than I don't know what you're Ang fighting fucking. What was his name? Even Zhao. Yes. Who fucking cares? I know. Whatever. <laughs> but I think so I like I like Azula as a villain. I like the her sidekicks. I like everyone in the gang now. They've set up this like dynamic between everybody. Mm-hmm. So just like give us a little bit more of that so that the inevitable payoff for it is weighty. 
And what's Zuko's place in all of this? What's he going to do? He's going to, when push comes to shove, where does Zuko's allegiances lie? <laughs> I wonder. I wonder where. Well, if for the at, if at this point in time, we have been given no reason to assume he would do anything other than what he's been doing. Yeah. Other than they're clearly trying to get him to grow. Yes. Although I do think the having them all standing in a line in the last episode was uh, yeah. pretty, pretty <laughs> heavy Don't foreshadowing. It. Don't worry about it. Oh, I'm not Fine. worried. Perhaps some twists and turns await you, Brendan. Ooh, we'll have to find out. We'll have to find out in future episodes, but that was episode 29, Bitter Work, a good one. Mm-hmm. Again, we're in a stretch of good ones right now. I feel like yeah. the last one we had that was a stinker was, what, The Swamp? Yeah, early early season two. And even then, I think it's been strong enough at this point that I've already kind of like forgotten Hundred like, percent. I can easily lump all that into season one still. Definitely. Like season one, yeah, before the show figured out what it was trying to do and like before it decided, like, oh, you know what, maybe we should devote time to these characters we've been setting up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think since then it's it's been, yeah, on a roll, really building it up. We're having a good time. That's all I yeah, have to say. Definitely. I think that party's gonna continue into future episodes. We'll find Hell, out. yeah. Uh, okay. That's the end of this one. No emails for us this week, Brendan. Uh, if anyone does have any emails they want to send our way, gotarecap at gmail.com is the address. Let us know your thoughts on Bitter Work or any other episodes we've discussed, the show in general, Nickelodeon, whatever you want. Yeah. You can also reach out to us at gotarecap on social media. We will find you there and would love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Also, head to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Drop us a five-star review of the show. It would be pretty cool if you'd take the time to do exactly what I just said. Yeah. Do Let's it. Let's all find the time. You There's time. Pushover. You all you pushover listeners <laughs> listening to this podcast. Oof, my plosives. I really hope my windscreen is working right now. <laughs> My pop filter is being pushed to its limits. <laughs> Filtering all the pops. All the pops when I call you podcast listeners pushovers. <laughs> uh, Brendan, we'll see if the pushovers carry on to episode 30 with us next week. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening, you pushovers. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.